Hey, Lady Bosspreneurs, welcome to episode six of Lady Bosspreneur Hustle Talk. I am so excited for this episode where we chatted with Alicia Henderson, who is the visibility queen, and we talked so much about key and trending visibility strategies so you can learn how to activate your massive brand with these key marketing tips. Hello, and welcome to Lady Bosspreneur Hustle Talk with Tanya Watkins. This podcast was created for Lady Bosspreneurs who are looking to create a personal brand that stands out, package their greatness, and monetize their hustle. Tanya, the founder of Massive Brand Incubator, is a branding and online marketing strategist who believes that with smart hustle and sassy marketing strategies, you can become a boldly confident influencer in your market, build a loyal and engaged community, and create much more than a six-figure business. Okay, Lady Bosspreneurs, I am so excited today to share with you this amazing podcast episode with my good friend, Alicia Henderson, who is an online marketing strategist for powerhouse, success-driven women, entrepreneurs that want to stand out online and attract their dream clients, build empires, live freedom-based lifestyles. So the one thing that I absolutely love about Alicia is that she's always talking about visibility and the hot trending topic, Facebook Live. So if you are looking to stand out on social and showcase your expertise on live streaming, you definitely want to listen in today. So with that being said, Alicia, take it away. I am so excited (laughs) to be on this podcast because I love, love, love talking about Facebook Live. And I love talking to you, Tanya, behind the scenes. Oh, thank (laughs) you. We we can't, it can't be too petty today. So we have to watch (laughs) what we say. (laughs) Yes, we do. Okay to have those uh, petty moments as we do. Um, But I love talking about Facebook Live. I love um, helping women to get confident um, with Facebook Live because it is such a hot commodity now on social media, especially Facebook. And if you're looking to find clients on Facebook, you need to be utilizing Facebook Live, whether it's in your own group or on your own Facebook page. Uh, You can really build your like, know, and trust factor easily and quickly when you use Facebook Live. Um, You know, people get to know you real quick. They get to know all of you. They get to know the things that you say, uh, your mannerisms. They can laugh with you. They can laugh at you. Um, <laughs> they just get to really see you as a real person. I and, love and, that. You know, and these days, if you're building a brand, nobody wants to see your logo all the time. You know, all these big corporations, you don't really get to see the faces of the corporations. You just see the logo. But with, you know, us as small business owners, people get to see us in a way where they get to know us and they can determine whether or not they like us or don't like us quickly. So why not attract your dream clients quickly while using Facebook Live um, and have them get to know you instead of like writing all this content all the time. Although that's great. Facebook Live is a great way for people to get to know you quickly than all those other avenues. Yes. Yes. I love it. So people are going to wonder, Alicia, how did you get started? So let's talk about that. So I got started using Facebook Live because I did not like Periscope. No, like in and, your business. Like, how did oh, you get started, started? In my business. Okay, <laughs> started, started. Let's take it all the way back. All the way back. Okay, so it started when in 2007 when I did not want to work for a bank anymore and I found out I was pregnant. 
Um, I did not want to do that because my husband was deploying and I was going to be giving birth while he was, you know, over in Iraq. So I'm not about to be trying to meet someone else's sales goals and padding their pocket. And then you've got me doing all this stuff, getting stressed out. And I don't even like the people that I'm working with. So um, I was like, I need to find something that I can do and stay at home with my daughter and bring money to the table. Because, you know, as a military family, you really don't make a lot of money. And a lot of military families live paycheck to paycheck. And, you know, and although people think that, you know, military families are rich, that's not the case. So I went to school for medical billing and I don't recommend the way that I started my company, but I went straight from school and started the medical billing company. And I really built that company off of trial and error. So I learned all the wrong ways to not build a business. And that was back before Facebook allowed you to do a bunch of Facebook ads and all of this stuff. So you really were still doing paper marketing and sending envelopes out. And I got this book from these medical billing gurus and it was full of typos, full of grammar stuff. But they were telling you to mail doctors these letters and business cards. And I did that and wasted my money. Um, it didn't yield any clients and it's a slow form of marketing because they hold on to letters and then two years later they'll say, oh, well, I need to, you know, use a medical biller. And that's cool if you want to wait for two years for someone to sign up with you. But I wanted my money now and I wanted to build my business quickly. So um, over the years, I learned trial and error. I started really getting focused on LinkedIn and blogging and showing up where my ideal clients hang out. So I had to make sure that I knew where they were. So I knew that those sending the letters, that wasn't going to work. Um, it was a waste of my money. So I wanted to focus online, showing up on a Google search, making sure my uh, website was SEO, um, the indexing, and it was compatible for that. So I focused on blogging and I talked about things that my ideal clients wanted to find out, um, what they wanted to know about, you know, medical billing, getting paid and all that stuff. And I got the content from hanging out with my ideal clients were, which was on LinkedIn. I went in those groups, found the content, and I really wrote down all the crap that people were telling them, the stuff that was wrong, I wrote that down. And then the stuff that was right that I saw, I wrote that down. And then I even would respond to their stuff, and then I would get inquiries in my LinkedIn um, inbox and to my email on my website. Um, and from there, I just kept getting more content and more content and started, you know, blogging regularly, sending out newsletters regularly through email. And I even had an opt-in, which was like the seven ways to send out, you know, uh, medical uh, insurance claims. This is all a bunch of stuff that if you're not, you know, familiar with it, you don't know what I'm talking about. But it's just a good way for doctors because they want to know how to get paid quickly and the maximum amount. This is a good thing for them to, you know, know about. So I started doing that. And then I had other people, other medical billers asking me how to build my business, how did I get started and all this stuff. So then from there, I started coaching um, them at that time for free. I started coaching <laughs> them on um, you know, what they could be doing. Some of them really took to it and they got results. And some of them are clients today. And some of them were like, they just weren't ready. But they really saw how I was visible in front of the doctors. And I mean, when I would post something, you would have doctor after doctor after doctor saying, hey, I need to talk, talk to you. I need to contact you. How do you do this? Should I be doing that? And so the next thing I started doing was I started dabbling into video. And I started doing YouTube videos. So I started adding the YouTube videos, uh, teaching doctors how to market their business and I had a course to teach them how to do that too. And then I was doing videos on how to do medical billing or how to, you know, talk to insurance companies and appeal that, all that jazz. Then that's when it really started to take off. 
Um, and so at that point, I came to a crossroads and, and I'm like, okay, I love this, but I had a staff and we had an office in a brick and mortar location. So I can give them more stuff to do and let me do something which I also love, which is coaching other business women. Um, and at that time, like I said, it was medical billers. So I'm thinking, well, let me coach other business women too and teach them how to get themselves visible. Because it's really about, um, we can talk about sales funnels, we can talk about Facebook ads and all that stuff, but who really cares unless they know your name? You have to be visible in front of them and in front of the right people and where they hang out. And that's what I learned quickly about visibility um, and about marketing your business. It's really about where your ideal clients are and what you can do to get yourself seen quickly in front of them and how they like to also consume information. Not everybody likes to consume information the same way. Um, some people listen to podcasts. Some people do, you know, they love listening to and watching videos. Some people love reading blogs. So you have to know what is your judge, how you like to give the information to your ideal clients, and but you also need to know how they like to receive it. Because if you're doing something, um, say, for instance, my adult clients were on LinkedIn, they're not going to be on Facebook looking at these social media posts and images that I'm putting on Facebook and Instagram. No, they're on LinkedIn. And that's a totally different environment. And it's more corporate and it's more professional. So you really have to know, you know, where they're hanging out, how they like to consume the content. And you got to pick the way that you like to give it to them. And how, so that way they can consume it and want to get to know you right away. So... I love um, that. So already three golden nuggets. <laughs> so you have to know where they are. So you have to be where yeah. they are mm-hmm. um, and understand how they like to consume content so you can deliver it to them in the way that they like it. And of yes. course, in alignment with the way you want to show up so that you're consistent yes. and all that good stuff. So that's three nuggets already. And we just got started. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, from there, um, I said, I started teaching business women how to market their business and really, um, like I said, when I first started talking about, I got on Facebook Live because I didn't like um, Periscope. I was doing the YouTube videos and that was great, um, but I really wanted to show up in another way. So I was blogging, creating lots of content, social media, really putting myself out there in Facebook groups. Um, but I didn't like Periscope. I thought it was like a popularity thing. It was too much for me to try to keep up with the comments and all those hearts and all the other crap. So when Facebook Live came out, I'm thinking, okay, let me try this. And so I started doing it on my business page. And then I created my group. Um, at the time, it was called Female Empire Builders. And so I started doing Facebook Lives. And I realized that people really would come out and join my group or follow me on my page because I was doing Facebook Lives. And they really loved the content that I was getting. And then I had someone like literally go through all my videos on my Facebook Lives and say, you know, I have to talk to you. I really need this information that you have. We have to work together because... Um, I really like what you're saying. And from there, I knew that I had something because I loved to do video. Like I knew that I loved it. Um, I liked it a lot. I knew that I loved it. Um, but I had to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, so Facebook Live, I started doing that regularly, building my group up with that, building my Facebook um, page with that. And then I started getting clients regularly doing Facebook Lives. So um, it was all because I hated Periscope. I didn't like it and I won't get on it today. And I drained my battery in my phone. So Facebook Live, I knew that I could do it and get in front of people quickly and give them the content and be out of there and do it in a way that was easy for me. And I didn't really pay attention to other people's Facebook Live broadcasts. I started creating my own formula and didn't even know that I was creating my own formula as I was doing it. So, um... Uh, and then I 
know, I found out, okay, well, let me make this look nice. Let me get a backdrop. So I got a backdrop, but now let me get a set. And I took a course on how to create a set for video. And it's really been something that just really has taken off. And I love it. And um, it's, I love that. So let's, I want to pause because we've already talked about how (laughs) you are consistently live streaming. Mm -hmm. You're building the know, like, and trust and getting clients that way. Yes. Because of that, you've up-leveled your, um, the way in which you show up. And so now you have a more professional background and setting. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that for a second, because, you know, you and I offline, we talk about um, live streaming, right? And how <laughs> some people like to show up and they like to be extremely authentic. We'll just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Like real, mm-hmm. they just keep it real. Um, yes. What are your thoughts on how you should be showing up on live stream? I do believe that you should be showing up in an authentic way. But however, authentic does not mean that you just rolled up out of bed and washed your face and got the eye lookers about mm-hmm. your eyes and then said hello and then we're, you know, you're in front of your people. You have to remember that Facebook Live is also building a brand. So I can't take you seriously if you just rolled up out of bed and wiped the stuff out your eyes. Now, I understand as a mom, it can get crazy. Um, you got, you got toddlers, you have kids. My kids are in elementary school, so I'm running out the door sometimes. I mean, every day I'm in, I'm wearing gym clothes, but that's a part of me. And I let my tribe know that, Hey, I've got a weight loss goal. I want to be healthy and I'm doing this for longevity. So they're not, they're used to seeing me in my, you know, gym clothes. If your tribe is used to you seeing you roll about the bed like that, I mean, that's okay. But if you want to be taken seriously, you've got to put a little bit of effort into the way that you look. Now, I'm not saying that you got to be dressed in nine with all this makeup like you went to MAP or Sephora and they did it. But you do want to be making yourself look in a presentable way to where people will take you seriously. Um, because, you know, honestly, uh, let's just be honest. When people see you, they'll make that decision right away. Whether or not you are giving them the goods and giving value, they'll be like, okay, I don't want to listen to her because, you know, I can't get past the that she just wrote about a bad book. Mm-hmm. You won't do that. So you have to understand that. Okay. And, and this is a part of the confidence thing too, where a lot of people are not confident on camera, not confident on Facebook live because they feel that they have to be always dressed to the nines and with makeup. I'm going to tell you a secret that I tell all people all the time. Just make sure your hair is, you know, brushed, throw on some, you know, Carmex Vaseline lip gloss, if you wear mascara, hit your eyelashes up, moisturize your face, blot the shine and the oil off, and call it a day. Move on. Make sure your shirt doesn't have a bunch of stains on it. Unless you're a tribe where all mothers who have infants and they all have baby milk on them too. I mean, that's fine. But just make yourself look presentable. Absolutely. Do not put so much, you know... Don't stress yourself out to where, oh, my God, I can't do this. I don't look a certain way, so I can't even push live. No, because you're placing yourself out of doing it, and you'll never do it if you're always thinking about the way you look. So, yes, be authentic, but please put some thoughts into the authenticity. Yes. And it's so funny because (laughs) (laughs) it's real in these Facebook live streets. Sometimes I do a scroll, and I'm like, whoa, what, what, what? Uh, but you know that's the reason why I didn't like Periscope because I saw somebody literally like she walked across the screen in her bathrobe and so I was like I know this is real authentic here but you know we gotta have even though we're a small business owner we work from home or whatever the case is you still have to have that level of professionalism Um, so don't forget that 
I think the biggest piece too that I share with my clients is you want to be able to repackage this content, especially with a Facebook Live. Chances are you're going live for 10, 20, 30 minutes. Who knows how long? And if you want to sell that, how are you going to sell it when you're in your bathrobe or you're <laughs> in your car? Like you want it to be super easy to package up, put a link to it, sell it, go. You can't do that you sometimes the way... <laughs> Unless you have like bathrobe Mondays or something or bathrobe Fridays and that's the thief and everybody in your tribe knows it and everybody sits there in their bathrobe sipping their wine or their coffee. I mean, if that's what it is and that's the theme, yeah. But you definitely want to be able to repurpose your Facebook lives. And as you said, Tony, you cannot do that looking like you rolled up out of bed and just tousled your hair every other way and that's it. Like, you know, authenticity, yes. You be you, but you're always thinking about the next level and the next thing. And how can I take them from this Facebook Live to my list or on a sales conversation with me or to buy this course? It's always thinking about the next level. It's not about just the here and now and they're on my Facebook Live and that's it. Because you're not doing these Facebook Lives for just, you know, there's no, you know, you do it with a reason. You don't do this to show up and be like, oh, hey, I'm getting visible, build that popularity, you know, all that, you know, cool stuff. But you've got zero dollars in the bank, you know, go from a zero figure, you know, person to having, you know, consistent income into your bank account, your business. And by doing so, always think of the next level. And like you said, you want to show up in a way that's authentic, but you want to also be able to take them from that Facebook Live, use that Facebook Live in another way and take them from the Facebook Live into getting them coins. Love it. Yes. <laughs> all about snatching coins. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, all right, let's say I'm, I'm over the, the idea of being perfect on live because some of us, some of us, to your point, it's way too much. Now we got to do a full face. We got to make sure our hair's laid and everything's great and no broken nails. <laughs> everything's perfect, right? But there should be a balance because you want to be able to show up consistently. So mm-hmm. let's just assume that we have overcome that fear and we, we know we're ready to press live, but now we're like, what should I say? So okay. let's talk about that. So let's talk about that. So I kind of touched on that back when I was talking about what I did to build my medical billing company. So what you need to know is that if you're in these Facebook Live groups or Facebook groups, or if you're using Facebook to build your business and that's where your tribe is, really if they're on any social media platform, you got to go to where they are. If you are in Facebook groups lurking around, not participating, like some of y'all do and y'all know it, then you should be the ones who always have something to say on a Facebook Live. Why? Because you're getting your content from the Facebook groups or you're getting your content from wherever your ideal clients hang out. So super simple, super easy. I always say go to where your ideal clients hang out, observe what they're asking, observe what they're saying, observe what other people are telling them. And maybe they're getting told some good stuff. Maybe they're getting told some crappy stuff. Take all of that stuff that you're seeing your ideal clients asking saying, complaining about, wishing they had a solution to, take all that stuff and then create content from that. Also, you can look at your competitors. Now, let's be real. We all can say, oh, there's no competition. No, there is competition. You could be competing with yourself. You could be competing with other folks. I don't care which who you be competing with. There's just people who are doing the same thing that you are. So you take a look at what they're saying. 
Don't copy what they're saying. So let's be clear. Don't copy what they're saying, but take a look at what they're saying and how people are responding to the things that they are saying. Do you agree with it? Maybe you don't agree with it. Maybe you could put your spin on it. The whole point is for you to gather content quickly. And that is the most quickest way for you to be able to do that. Not only that, you can also ask your tribe and your ideal client, hey, what do you want to know about on Facebook Live? If they're engaged and if you're showing up consistently, they'll tell you. So create that content. And what you want to do is really while you're on Facebook Live, you want to give them consumable content, content that they're able to take and put to work right away and implement that with whatever it is that you're teaching them how to do. So if you're teaching them how to lose weight, how to lose 10 pounds in a month, or how to lose two pounds a week, you want to give them consumable content. So you're going to tell them that they need to make sure that they are doing eating well. So 80% of it is in the kitchen. 20% is there making sure that they're exercising. So what can they do? They can cut out sugary drinks. That's one of them. That's going to help them lose at least two pounds. They can stop going to fast food. And then they can start eating food that's going to give them energy and help them do that. Next thing they can do, they can get in the gym and start hitting up those weights. That's easy to consume. That's something that anybody will, I mean, let's think about it. As a mom, my kids have grape juice and apple juice, and those are my two weaknesses. <laughs> and so I know I can stop drinking the apple juice and grape juice, and bam, three pounds are gone. So that was so easy to consume, and they're probably thinking, well, I knew that, or hey, I didn't know that. So let me try that. So when you can do content that's quick and easy for you to put together, and you really give it to them in a consumable way, where it's one or two tips, and they can take it and run, you're going to start seeing people get results based upon your Facebook lives. And then they're going to come back to you and say, hey, I got a result from that just based upon that easy step that you gave me. And then not only that, really, when you first start out doing Facebook lives, and this is probably your next question, <laughs> you should really be doing Facebook lives between five to 15 minutes. When you're first starting out, start off with five minute Facebook lives. And the reason why you want to do this is because you just want to get comfortable. That's all we're working on in the beginning. It's getting you comfortable with having people see you, breathing, taking a deep breath and breathing, slowing down your pace of how you're talking, and really enjoying the process. Because you should be having fun on these Facebook Lives. This is not something that should be like, oh, my God, I got to do this as another marketing task. Oh, God, why did I sign up for this? No, it should be fun. It should be easy to, for you to do, and it should be you should be comfortable while you're doing this because you're having a conversation with your tribe, and this is really what it's about having a conversation. Oh, I love that. You know, it's not about like okay, webinars are one thing, and you're giving them all this value and you're giving all these tips, but Facebook Lives are really a conversation, and that's why I said it's so easy, and this is the quickest way for them to get to know you and whether or not they want to work with you is because it's a conversation of tips value, you having fun, you laughing. I mean, you could say, you know, some people, you know, we talked about this before, where, you know, you talk a certain way, you can speak a certain way, and some people clean up the way they talk, some people don't. So let's just say you're trying to be, you know, being good, being saved, and you don't, you know, you, you, just, you don't want to cuss on these Facebook lives, right? And you slip up and you say a bad word. And then you're like, oops, I said a bad word. And you start laughing at yourself. But they're going to start laughing at you too because they can relate to that, you know? Yes. They can relate to that. So it's a conversation that you're having. And a conversation should really be just when you're starting out be five minutes, five to 15 minutes, really start off with five minutes and then gradually go from there. You don't have to do hour-long Facebook lives unless you want to. 
but really start off with the five minutes and then work your way up until you get more comfortable. Yes. I love that. Let's talk about some Facebook live etiquette because there's some things I have that I mean, maybe not pet peeves, but don't be sitting on Facebook live, just talking and not acknowledging your listeners or viewers and mm-hmm. when people pop in midstream, you don't even tell us what, what you're talking about and I'm here and I'm lost. So let's talk about <laughs> like the things that you need to do if you're going to be a live streamer. Okay. So there are, if you to be a live streamer, there are several things that you need to do. Some people are great at this Some people, you know, they just get to talking and talking, like you said, and then it, like they're just not even paying attention to anything. So the first thing that you want to do is you definitely want to have an introduction. You want to make sure that you are introducing yourself to the viewers who are popping in online. You want to make sure you tell them too, especially in the title and in your introduction, hey, we're going to be talking about this. And you can say, this is for you if you want to X, Y, and Z so that you can X, Y, and Z. That way they can make the determination whether or not they want to stay on or if they want to get off. Then you can, as you see people coming in, you can say, hey, so-and-so, hey, how you doing? Hey, Tanya. Hey, Danielle, hey, this person, hey, that person, whatever the case is. And I always say, um, if you're there, shout me out a hey, girl, hey, so I know who's there so I can shout you out. So that way they know that this is a conversation that you're going to be talking to them and you want feedback. And that's the thing you want your Facebook Live uh, viewers to conversate back with you. So you do that. And then after you introduce yourself, you can go right in into your content. Please don't wait 10, 15 minutes to get to your content because some people are going to be gone. They're going to go ghost on you. And it's really going to be a conversation with yourself. (laughs) So you really want to get into the meat of it within the first two minutes. So after your introduction, first two minutes, bam, start going into your content. And then you just want to really talk about what it is. And you can say step one and step two, X, Y, and Z. Now, if you see people coming in and they're saying, hey, you can shout them out as you're doing this. And then you can also say, we're talking about X, Y, and Z so that you can X, Y, and Z. Um, and here's a recap. Now, in order to stay on track, and this is another key, is that you want to make sure you have a sticky note or a three by five card next to you, whether it's your, your computer you're doing it on or your uh, phone. So that way you can stay on track as far as what tips you're giving them. Now, it's okay to look down at your notes because this is not a video. You're not editing. And this is why I say it's very live and it's very comfortable. And it's a conversation because they're knowing that you don't know it all. And you're going to like, you know, blunder and all this stuff. So give a recap in the middle when you see people coming in and then continue with the conversation and the information. Now, once you're getting to the end, you want to ask, so, hey, does anybody have any comments they want to ask or, you know, add anything they want to write about, bend about, add anything good, um, anything that they have questions about? And then that's your time to get questions and answer them from there. You can always scroll up and see what other information that was asked during that. You can answer those questions then. Or as you're giving the value, you can always read the questions as you are giving the content and giving the information. Now, for some of you, that may be a little bit more advanced. And as you get comfortable with Facebook Live, you can do that. But if you're just starting out and you're not so comfortable and you're just trying to get the information out because you're like, this is overwhelming for you, just ask the questions and go through the comments towards the end. So you go through all that, scroll up, read them, answer them. 
ask them, did that answer your question? Or could they, you know, elaborate further? Because sometimes you're not going to know um, when they're typing their questions, you know, how in-depth that you want to go or how what they're asking. And then at the end, after you've answered all the questions, um, you want to always give a call to action. Now, remember, we talked about repurposing. So if we're repurposing this information, we're going to say, okay, to catch me out, I'm always here at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I do these Facebook lives every day, but follow me on my Instagram page or join my Facebook group, blah, 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 or join me here or opt in to get this free guide so that you can do X, Y, and Z. Always give them a call to action at the end and be very specific with this. Don't give them 10 and 15 million, do none of that. Just tell them either to follow your page, hit the notification so that way every time you get on live, they can follow you and watch your live notification, your live broadcast, or give them something tangible. Say, download my free guide, do this, opt into that, but it has to be a very specific thing that you want them to do. They need specific things. They don't need all these 15 different steps. Make it super easy. Follow me here, that way, whatever. And then you can have your little tagline that you sign off with. Mine is, until the next time and until the next episode of Empire Nista TV, build your empire and I'll see you later. And that's very simple and it's something that I've branded myself with and then you're done. After that, that. you just hit end, you save that puppy, save that Facebook Live, and then you can send it to your newsletter or do whatever you want to do with that Facebook Live. But that's really the structure of the Facebook Live. I love it. Now I need an outro for my Facebook Lives. (laughs) I gotta work on that. (laughs) It's always something. (laughs) Always, always. But you know, when you're doing Facebook Live, you don't have to be perfect. I mean, I was not perfect when I started this. Um, I had to learn what works and what didn't work. And maybe for you, um, you know, maybe answering the questions in the middle of the Facebook Live as you're doing it, maybe that works for you. Maybe you're saying to heck with that. I'm waiting to the end because I'm already frazzled. That's fine. But do what works for you. And if you I think the stuff, key is acknowledging the question, even if you decide, you know, you want to hold the answers until the mm-hmm. end, like there's nothing more annoying to a viewer when their question just is completely disregarded. Oh, Unless yeah. you've already Definitely. said multiple times and you know, if you've stated, you know what, Hey, I'm going to answer all the questions after just keep plugging them in. She just needs to know what's going to happen with her question. Whether yes. you're going to answer it now or later, as long as she knows she's going to be okay. But I find that when people and it could be nerves, but you can't ignore your audience. You can't. And that's definitely a good part of the etiquette is that you can't ignore them. Like I say, it's a conversation. So what is the point of you asking them to tell you this or that in the conversation if you're not even going to acknowledge the question? So you definitely want to do that. You definitely want to answer their questions in the conversation um, or whatever. Another thing about etiquette is that please don't have no food in your mouth while you're talking. (laughs) Don't do that. That is so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so nasty. It's not even funny. Like gum, candy, it's okay to take a sip of water. But food, popping that food while you're eating, that is like, maybe you can do that in your, you know, paid people. But that's not good etiquette to have. And I just thought of that because I have seen that before where people have started eating and then talking with their mouth full of food. And I that this is total turn off all the way. You could have the solution that I needed, but I'm totally turned off mm-hmm. now because I saw your food in your mouth while you're talking. So do not do that either as the etiquette. Please don't. <laughs> Absolutely. And I feel like um, just think about it this way. Like I'm going to sell this at some point. 
So mm-hmm. I want it to be the best production that I can possibly make it at this time. Right? Yes. You always want to do that. And like, you always want to put your best foot forward. Even if you are being authentic, you just want to put your best foot forward. Um, you want people to, they're going to form an opinion of you, whether it's good or bad. So you want to make sure that you are just representing yourself in the best way possible. Um, so people can take you seriously. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about replay viewers? I feel like some, we don't mention her enough and say, Hey girl, yeah. like I know you're watching the replay. What about that? So, let me back up because I missed that step. So in the beginning, in the intro, what I always say is when I say, hey, girl, hey, Shalmana, you know, give me a shout out. Let me know who's there. I want to say hello to all of my replay viewers because I love my replay viewers because you always give me feedback. You always watch after the fact and you are my loyal uh, tribe. And replay viewers are awesome because they will go through the whole live broadcast with you as if they are there. And they will still write comments down. They will still, um, you know, give you feedback. They will still be engaged as if you are doing it live too. And so they'll add comments. They'll do all that stuff. So you definitely want to address the uh, replay viewers. Let them know that you love them just as your live uh, viewers because, hey, life happens. We all can't be on live at the same time watching it. So you want to make sure that you just address them. And let them know that you love the, the comments they leave you afterwards. And if they have anything to add also, have them do that too because you can also get their feedback and use that as well yes love it love it all right what else do you have to tell us about that we we need to know for our next live stream broadcast is there anything else uh, do, things that you need to know well first um i want to say that if you do not feel confident on camera um, and you're just worried about what other people are going to say, or they're going to judge you, maybe not like you. I want you to know that you're not for everyone and everyone ain't for you. So you need to know that. So don't be afraid of people who don't hop on right away. Or if they do hop on, you don't have thousands of viewers or several viewers that stay the whole time. So people can't. So just take it one step at a time, take your time, breathe. And then continue to do this all of the time. A lot of people do not like to, when they get a marketing strategy and they don't stick with it, so they don't see the success that they want. So when you're doing Facebook Lives, you have to make sure that you're consistently doing this on a daily basis. You can do them every other day. You can do them twice a week. But your tribe needs to know how often you're going to show up, the times you're going to show up, and you know what you're going to be giving them. So what you can do is notify them beforehand. So for instance, um, there's a lot of applications and a lot of new programs out there that allow you to be able to notify your viewers when you're going to come on. So be live has it to where you can schedule the Facebook Live. So anybody can come to your Facebook Live page or your Facebook business page or group, whichever one, or even your personal page. And you can schedule it there and they know, okay, she's going to be on at 2 p.m. at this time. Let me hop on then. Um, so you can do that too. Or what I have done is I created a little graphic in Canva that was basically for my photo shoot. And I said, you know, going live soon. And I use that on my business page and in my group. And I let my group know, okay, hey, I'm going to be going on live at, you know, 12 noon. And I'm talking about visibility and why you should be visible and how to use Facebook Live for your group or how to use Facebook Live in your business. Is Facebook Live right for your business? So I give all those topics so that way they can have the opportunity, okay, I know what she's talking about and I know she's going to be on at this time. So let me show up and I know I'm going to get the goods for this topic and I know I'm going to get the goods 
um, at this time. So that way you give them um, a notice and that way you can start building your following and, let, and they're going to con expect consistency from you. So you want to make sure that you just take your time and do it consistently. And then also, so that way you have people showing up, announce when you are um, yes. going to go live too. So. so key, so key. All right, so we're going to flip the script. Um, we're going to start to power this interview down, although I had so much fun. But I always ask everyone what the word hustle means to them. Because if you are going to be on Lady Bosspreneur Hustle Talk, right, you have to be able mm -hmm. to resonate with this word in some way, shape, or form. So, yes. Alicia, what does hustle mean to you? Um, hustle means to me, you know, taking care of business, handling everything like a boss, like uh, how you should. I mean, boss ladies, a boss, she takes care of her business. She's confident. She's driven. She knows what she wants. And she's an action taker. And she goes out and gets it. So hustle, that's what it means. So go out, get what you want in an easy way that's not stressing you out and you handle it like a boss. You're taking care of business and you're making money. So I love that word, actually. So I'm glad yes. you said that. Love it. Thank you. Thank I you. so often hear people say that they hate that word. And for me, it doesn't mean that I'm, you know, I'm still living life. My daughter's great. My, I'm getting married. Life is good. But my business is too. And so, yeah. yes. Yeah. I don't know why they hate it. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Because they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everyone's going to be asking, where can they find you? I know you promised some goodies as well. So let us know all about that. Okay. So the first place that you can find me is in my group, Powerhouse Empire Builders. And there I share more tips about Facebook Live, getting yourself visible, and I share business strategy. And really, it's a fun environment to really hang out with your business girlfriends. And we discuss, you know, things that you bother us about business. I give tips. We talk about things um, that, you know, can help you build your business. And if you have something to vent about, you can do that in a safe environment. So that's the first place you can check me out at. And then secondly, my goodie that I have for you is my um, cheat sheet, cheat sheet e-guide. It's build your empire with Facebook live video. So that is my free guide that I have. That's going to give you a lot of the steps that I use to be very successful and build my empire and get clients while utilizing Facebook live. So that is my gift for being on this podcast with you guys. Oh, yes. Well, they are so fortunate. And I am too. So thank you so much for spending time with me and hanging out and talking about visibility and showing your face on Facebook Live. We appreciate oh, yes. it. I had so much fun. I love, love, love uh, talking about Facebook Live. You guys can't tell. And um, I had fun. So I'm glad you invited me. Oh, well, thank you. Until the next time. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode please share this with your biz bestie or friend so that she can activate her massive brand too and if you were inspired by this content let me know by leaving a review and subscribing to connect with me feel free to join my free community at massivebrandincubator.com or for more info visit tanyawalkins.com